This is a stand-up New York Labs production, providing you podcasts since 2013. Hey guys, awesome episode today. We got an OKP, threesomes, weddings, and introducing the new girl to the ex. Get into it. Enjoy. Hello and welcome to the J Train Podcast. This is J Train, Jared Freed, coming to you live from New York City's Upper West Side, San York Labs, where every Tuesday and Friday with your emails, your stories, your questions. Uh, listen, people, I'm pumped about today's episode. Very exciting. Okay, P, here in the flesh, Lisa Traeger. Hold up. You don't yell anymore? So we, I, I, after the live one, so Lisa, if you guys go back, listen to the live episode. Lisa was unbelievable. At Glitter Cheese, you can find her. She's going to be at Laugh Boston, May 26th. 24th through 26th, yeah. 24th through 26th. So I know and then we my niece t- gets bought mitzvah on the 28th. Oh, put that in your calendar. On fucking too. Monday, Memorial on Day. On a Monday? And my nephew got uh, bar mitzvah on Thanksgiving. She's like a weirdo. My sister. But ends up being nice. I don't know. Aren't they very religious? Not at all. No? no. Monday- I mean, they're, they go to juice things, but... They, it's just like they like doing it on a holiday because then it's easier for people to travel and then it's like in the afternoon. But then it, all your holidays are just ruined. Not ruined. Not mine are <laughs> ruined. I'm, it's a pleasure. Yeah, but I mean, sometimes, I think I have a wedding that weekend. Yeah, Memorial home. Day weekend, of course. Yeah, and it's on a, it, the wedding's on a Sunday. My sister is thrifty, if that's, that's what we're talking move. about. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's a, so that's, th- it was like Thanksgiving at the synagogue. This will be at a, like a bar. That's great. <laughs> An upstairs at so a bar. So you're going from Laugh Boston the 24th and the 26th yeah. straight to Jewtown. Yeah. Yeah. And then I'll be in Chicago where you're going to be this week. I'm going to be in Chicago. This comes out Tuesday night. Um, listen, or Monday night to Tuesday morning. I have two, three shows. Sunday is sold out. Monday live pod sold out. Thursday, they added a third show, the 26th. If you are in the Chicago area. Are you area, doing another pod or you're just doing stand up? Stand up. Going to do stand up on Sunday and Thursday. Those will be fun shows, and you should bring a crew. It's going to be a party. So come on out the 26th. Uh, get tickets now. You're that's selling out. Selling out. That's amazing. That's, and the Thursday one's going to sell out too. So if you're out there right now, go to Zany's website and get your tickets now because they ain't going to be there. I do not sell tickets. Please come out. Is Zany's a big room? Have you been there? Of course I've yeah, been you, there. Yeah, you're Chicago. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, the first time I went up there, I had such a nice outfit. I was so thin. I like looking at that picture. Um, yeah, so many <laughs> memories at Zany's. It's about the club, and I just it's like a good. A it's sex. It's low ceilings. It's like you know, packed in. People are right at your feet. Very. It's exciting. awesome. The staff is awesome. Um, they have a cheesy pretzel. That's great. Love and then that pretz. neighborhood, it's like douche tastic just for you. Perfect. Like a lot of bars, a lot of TVs, but. Old Town, is it Ale House? Yeah, Old Town Pub. Old Town Pub? Mm. Yeah, or is it Old Town Ale House? Whatever. Like, all these paintings. There's, like, a Sarah Palin with her bush out and a gun. Love it. There's Blagojevich uh, with his butt out in jail. I just love Chicago. It's just but Hannibal a- is paint. So Hannibal is one of the paintings oh, in really? the bar. Yeah. 
So last time I was in Chicago, I got to go with him into the bar, and I've never felt better. Oh, my God. It felt cool. <laughs> yeah, you're with the painting. Yeah. yeah, and so there's all these cool paintings. It's cash-only, like, divey in this, like, weird mm. place, and it gets packed. Jukebox. It's nice. I'm pumped. I'm pumped to be in Chicago. Yeah, I just love I love the Chicago. I, I like that it's the middle between, to me, it's the middle between Boston and New York. Like, there's towns and areas and then there's also like high rises and then there's the lake which people lake. get mad at call the beach but it is fun no, to lay beach. on the sand and look and see the skyline it's fun castaways i've had quite a oh, day yeah. castaways. Okay? <laughs> I'm sure i was once at castaways so hammered and we were there with like a big group of guys and there were these girls there like 10 girls and they were all wearing like i've told this story a million times but like, pink wayfair sunglasses and we're like what's the occasion like bachelorette party we're like we're just a bunch of dudes and they're like we live over there we're like let's go we went back to their apartment they like pointed from castaways this bar that's on the beach on looks like a boat it's the shape of a boat and it's on the beach in the middle of it's in the middle of the city. Yeah, the I um, when I salon reception, I worked with some hot girls that wait that waitress there. Yeah, and they don't. There's also food runners, so they only take orders. Like they are not carrying anything. And these girls were making just like thousands hey, a day. I remember we were on the ledge, like on the top section, and these girls pointed where their apartment is. We all got into cabs. Ten minutes after getting into ca getting to their apartment, we opened the fridge full of Bud Lights, like it's like a Bud Light commercial. And everyone just got in their underwear and started dancing. <laughs> I'm never, I'll never forget that. People just like one my one buddy laying on the floor, dancing on the floor with like <laughs> underwear on. Like people were out of their minds. I'm wearing the pink Wayfarers. She's wearing. I don't my even underwear. know what a Wayfarer is. It's like those uh, with the stripes. The with the not the stripes. It's like that. We'll look them up. All right. Um, but listen, all of you need to go follow Lisa. She's got some. Oh, amazing... I have a train story. What happened? You got good stuff coming so... up. So at Glitter Cheese, get that rookie card if you don't, so we can help her sell some tickets. Yeah, I'm, I am verified on Instagram. You're in. I would like to say I get to swipe up and everything, mm -hmm. but no one is swiping. Um, <laughs> so I'm on the train, and the thing is, fine. Ask for money. Things happen. But you cannot have thick ass. Oh, those are cool. Yeah, those, cool that shape of sunglasses. It's like okay. Tom Cruise and, yeah. you know, whatever. Um, so you're on the train. Don't, like, thick, black, giant face tattoos. Forehead, face, asking for money and being like, things are rough. You know, I'm trans. And it's like, no, it's your face tattoos. Yeah. That's the number one problem. Like you made a big giant speech for from Bedford to First Ave. So it's really? like a long speech. And so the whole time the talk was going through stops. That no, that's happened. no, oh, it's that's like, like it's long... one, but it's like from underwater. Sure, it's like sure, from Brooklyn sure. to Manhattan. Yeah. This is the longest part of the trip. I yeah. Get it. Yeah. And just speeches about like, I just want to bet. I just I can't get this going. It's hard. It's And it's like. It's the face tattoos. Yeah. There's really, I can't give you any sympathy. If I'm, if I'm going to trace this homelessness back to something, it's the decision Maybe to Maybe it's not what caused face. it, but it's not helping. Not helping. It's not getting you out. No, it's just like you, I, you're done, dude. Go, yeah. If this was olden times, your head would be chopped off. Yeah. Go away. <laughs> it has nothing decisions. to do with anything else, Just but not acknowledging it. So this giant three-minute speech, but sure. like. Not even a mention of the tattoos was he, a problem. At for no man. point did he go, listen, I get that an interview with this face is going to be tough. Yes, just I just would have given that. him five dollars. Awareness gets you everywhere in life. 
Like yeah. the minute you accept what people see you as is the minute the room puts it away. Yeah, and then it was just like after hearing all that, nothing. You guys are heartless. Oh, really? You're all heartless, <laughs> and it's like I love when they make the turn. I, I love don't. when they go from asking to go fuck yourself. I don't. It's just like no you one. Don't like watching that. Just three cents. Come on. <laughs> and it's like. Also, what are you getting just, with three cents? Just be. Not, I don't know. Be whatever, but. I'm just not giving a white person with face tattoos any of my money. Yeah, he's made a lot of wrong decisions. Yeah. And the, it, the face tattoo. And then right next to me, his shoe fell off and then like put the shoe on right next to me. And I was like, this is a test. <laughs> this is a test. <laughs> but I, I, I like, but the idea that he could have, if he had just mentioned, listen, I get it. $5 instantly. I, I get it. I got a cartoon on my cheek. I get why. And I am also into face tats. I like the stars on the side that Kat Von D has. You like a little heart. Mm. I'm not completely. This is giant forehead black marks. You can't do it. That was the big surprise when I was in LA. How many um, white people with face tattoos there were, like fashionable face tattoos. Yeah, if you're like a hot chick that's tatted up and your life is like being in an alter, you're not looking for a real job. Yeah. I feel like for sure. If you can live on the fringes for your whole life, you're good. Well, we're assuming it's fringe. If you're like a hot tattoo model. You're not an accountant. Correct. Yeah. If you're, you know, making things, leather jackets, I don't know, (laughs) in the weed, in fashion, photographers, um, you're in the bit. I don't know. I really want hand tattoos, but I feel like I should wait. What do you mean a hand tattoo? Like, I want something here. I just, like, I love the idea of, like, my hands having tattoos, but I'm not going to do it. Now, Lisa, last time you were on the show was the live podcast. Okay, yes. You were post-breakup. Yes. You had just had a foursome. Threesome. Threesome. Yeah. <laughs> we have an email about that. Oh, my God. Cool. Not about yours specifically, but about Oh, threesome. I got so excited. I know, I know. This is a threesome <laughs> unicorn hunt. Dearest Jubaka, long-time listener, first-time emailer, big-time nut featherer, Love the show. Put my buddy into it, uh, onto it in our long drive to Colorado for spring break. My girlfriend finally caved and is going to let us have a threesome with another girl. But this idea of caved is weird. It's, bad. it's already bad. It's like, already on a bad. People note. should be into it. If you're pressuring someone to be into something that they're caving, the word is caving. He wrote cave. Yeah, that's gross. You're out, man. That means you're pressuring someone to do something they don't really want to do, but you do. And then he writes, but the problem is we can't find a third. Yeah, because she doesn't want to do it. Yeah, you have to have a... <laughs> yeah, she got a little choosy once she agreed. Yeah. Uh, we've we've hit a Bumble and Tinder with an account made of her, but have n- had no luck. With girls either not wanting that or th- with very limited amount of girls in our area. Yeah, now how that I... How should we go I'll, about finding a I'll third? Could we try a bar or a club and how? Or maybe advice for sticking to the apps? Thanks. Uh, P.S. I'm a you, perfect guest. Can you this. say OG Johnny G really loud like you do your hellos for me? Oh, yeah. So what happened? Why don't you do the hello anymore? So after the live podcast, yeah. a girl came up to me. She's a speech pathologist. She's like, you're going to ruin your voice. And then... I was like, you know what? Let's move on from it. Great. That's okay. Thank you. Speech pathologist <laughs> saves the day. Save the day. But I was also like expounding a lot of energy in the beginning of the podcast. I want to save it for the show. Yeah. So. It's like useless. It's like eating a lot of rice. Yeah. You know? It didn't do anything for me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so it's so funny now that I'm open to dating girls and boys. Mm. Um, it's funny on the apps, like lesbians will write like, 
not interested in couples. Do not message me if you're in a couple because oh. so many people go on that just are trying to have threesomes and the apps and these are people are looking an, for love and the, <laughs> they, they just want to find a real relationship yeah. <laughs> and it's just a bunch of dudes with their girlfriends typing yes um the yeah the uh the the apps are an easy way to get into that game because it's like no harm no foul you know when you talk to someone online you don't have to see their facial response you know yeah i would for them i would suggest finding a sex party and going to a sex party interesting I think what, that would what do you be my mean first by that? like what, what's a sex so party? i've not been to one i have a few friends that go and the porn that i watch often is like public in these sex party dungeon sure. situations and basically like the people i had a foursome with were in town to go to a sex party Got so it. you kind of pay a lot of times like single guys can't go you, like a girl a single girl can go and then she can bring a dude mm. and you pay i don't know if there's i don't know the rules um, and they have to have them in all metropolitan areas this guy's in colorado you know? yeah oh colorado for sure yeah. yeah um or i mean one of my friends is really hot and she went and she was like everyone was kind of gross and there was like bowls of chips and i hated it <laughs> so i don't know if they're all like caliber but, but it might be a nice intro to like just see other people maybe you'll make out in front of people or like someone will take their tits out, or you you'll find someone there that you connect with and you can just do some light making out petting and then decide if like you want to fuck someone there i think leave. that's great advice because it goes back to the beginning of this email where you wrote my girlfriend finally caved yeah you need to make this not you like trying to make this happen yeah. You got to stop pushing and start letting the world come to you a little bit. Well, because the couple that I did fuck recently, it seemed like the girl was doing too much for for the, for guy. the guy. And the guy kept being like, do this, do this. And we're like, we don't want like th- it's weird. Stop it. And um, it was it's it. It's growth for the third person. You want to think about their good time too. And it's not fair to bring a third person in when you're going to be fucking weird. You should be able to get a drink afterwards together. I would think. Yeah. Like you should be able to look each other in the eye after it's done and be like, yeah, we're all cool with each other and we're fun and we like each other and goodbye. Have, you know, here's your taxi money. You know, like I I think with this situation, it sounds like you're behind your girlfriend while she swipes heavy breathing. Just like, yeah, that one. Yeah. Like go Mm. out, stop hunting for it. Like stop hunting and putting pressure. That's why these parties are like, let it happen. If you go to these parties, you can sit at the bar and you'll girl. meet other creeps. And other yeah. <laughs> and you'll see the creepy people. You guys can just get drinks at that party. Yeah, I've been reading a lot of The Cut. It's like New York Magazine, like something online. And there's online articles and they have weekly sex diaries. And they post articles and it's people in New York talking about their sex lives for mm. a week. Some are married, some are straight, bi, single, cheating on someone. And they're all pretty interesting. And some of the married couples I've been reading, they go to these sex parties and they're at hotels. So like you can get a room mm-hmm. and then the party's happening and then you can go back into the hotel with someone and you don't, it's like, I don't, if you're Slow in pressure. Yeah. Or you can just observe. You can just go to a sex party and sit together and just kind of watch things happen and see if she's turned on or not. Yes. Like get turned on. And, and maybe you guys are just turned on by being there and become more into each other and don't need the third. Yeah. That can happen too. J train. Also, are you open to what if she wants two guys? You know what I mean? It's like, are you the, like the idea of making her like, it's not fun for a girl to hook up with a girl who doesn't want to hook up with girls. I can imagine like, it's not cool to be with someone that's like, ew, I don't really want to touch you. Like, that's not fun. Like, stop being selfish yeah. and think about all these women involved. I can't imagine the idea of going, she finally caved. Like, yeah. how, how this relationship has 
many other issues. <laughs> yeah. So I would just like, and if she is into girls and finding a girl, let her just like find someone to tra- like naturally go out to dinner and then have her be like, oh, that girl's cute or something yes. like that. Versus just this like aggressive hunt. For a guy, a three, I mean, this guy's got to start acting like he's never thought of threesomes before. Well, because it's, I, I want him to think like if she wanted to fuck two dudes and was pressuring him to find a guy yeah. and was like, finally he caved on this and like, you're not that into it. Like, that's not fun. Yeah, your your whole life has changed. Yeah. Podcast at gmail.com. Podcast at gmail.com. Jewish mom help. Great. Hey, J-Train, long-time listener, and you figure out my last ex was a dick before I did. Oh, you figured out my, my last ex was a dick before I did. Anyways, dating the new guy for a while, it's getting to the point of meeting the parents. In 2018, it's weird to think that religion is my biggest concern because, as my own mother said, you're a Catholic, Italian, he's a Jew, you have zero chance of his mother liking you. If you brought home a nice girl that didn't have the same religious background, what would your mother say? Would I even stand a chance? In this situation, I will be the first girl he's ever brought home if that helps the context. Thanks. What do we think? Well, it depends how Jew mom this person is and yeah. what's going on. Like it all depends. Are they just reformed? Like we're cultural Jews and it doesn't matter. Mm. Or are they going to synagogue every week? Yeah. But I'd like to say, yeah, it's going to be an issue. It's going <laughs> to be an issue. My assumption is, th- yeah, you're going to have to work a little harder. My mom will do this thing where if like. You I'm, can't marry a non-Jew. Can't. Yeah. If I talk about a girl to my mom, she'll go, what's her name? And I'll go, I'll say the first name, and then I'll wait for her to go, no, what's her name? (laughs) And she'll, like, be looking, fishing for a last name. And here's the thing. Moms, and I know this sounds weird, but moms with sons are fucking weird. Moms with sons, and I'm not even, and I see it with a lot of moms, not just my, like, they want you to date them. So they get, for whatever reason, moms will get offended if the girl that you're with is not anything like them. And it's weird. Yeah, parenting is so weird because the whole thing is like, as you know, with not wanting to have kids, it's always like, well, you're selfish. I was selfish until I decided sure. to have kids. Like, you're selfish if you don't want to have kids. And it's like, you're having a kid to then marry someone that looks exactly like you. Yeah. Like, who is the <laughs> selfish the sel- one here? <laughs> That's psychotic. But it's also what they, you know, and it's not even about religion. It's not. It's the the moms usually just being like, did I, did, did I do something wrong? And this is like, it's fucked up yeah, and crazy know, it's and it's not and I'm not saying that like in, but it's just a reality so I think she might also this mom since you're the first girl just be happy that there's a girl absolutely so I, he she just might be like oh my god great I can't wait to meet this person that he likes he and also I don't know what she's an Italian and Jew moms are pretty similar similar <laughs> and here's the two pieces of advice I'll give to this girl make sure your boyfriend is prepping his parents Make sure he's talked about you to them. Make sure that you're not walking into this. Who's this chick? If he's excited about bringing you back, they're going to be excited that he's excited. Yeah. So you need him to match the energy that you would have with your parents. So that's one thing that I would be on the lookout for. Like it, I, you said, it's coming time to meet the parents. I don't, I don't know if there's like a time for that. Like I think like yeah, it sounds. I was gonna say that sounds so old timey. <laughs> it does, and also it sounds like she's saying. I hope that they're not meeting because she's like, well, it's parent meeting time. Like, don't make a schedule. Like, let this happen on his terms because those are his parents. Let him be the one 
bringing you there because you don't want to force yourself into parent situation. That's when it goes wrong with the parents. Yeah, well, I just don't then, understand how that. Someone has a joke about it where it's like, what? How is that dating? Like, oh, we're getting serious. I should bring my mother into it. Yeah, <laughs> and it's. This, I, I wish I knew who did the joke, but it's like, why is that the thing? It's, but I understand. But that. if, it, like you're saying, if it's both, and he brought it up, and like that's time, and they're getting there. But if it's like, all right, it's been four months. That means it's this. Then that's not. Then you're okay. fucked. Yeah. It doesn't matter Italian, Jewish, or whatever. It's just you need to make sure if he's pumped about bringing you home. No, I bet he is pumped because it's the be first pumped. girl. Yeah. Because so if he, I bet he's already mentioned it since she's like, I'm gonna yeah, just make sure the mom knows about you yeah. and knows your last name. Yeah. So that she's already dealt with the disappointment. <laughs> JTrainPodcast at gmail.com. JTrainPodcast at gmail.com. We're here with Lisa Traeger at Glitter Cheese on Twitter and Instagram. She's verified, people. Get involved. We're sponsored. Okay? Sponsored, sponsored, sponsored. Love this sponsor. If you are out there, okay, and you got a company and you're looking to hire, and that's really hard to find people. It's tough to find people that match what you need them to do, okay? And ZipRecruiter is the place that will the, knew there was a smarter way, so they built a platform that finds the right candidates for you. So if you're working in HR, if you have your own company, just get involved with ZipRecruiter. They learn what you're looking for, identify people with the right experience, and invites them to apply to your job. These invitations have re revolutionized how you find your next hire. In fact, 80% of employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate through the site in just one day. That's it's tough to find people, and it's a job no one wants to do, so let them do it for you. ZipRecruiter does it up there. They spotlight the strongest applicants you receive, so you never miss a great match. The right candidates are out there. ZipRecruiter is how you find them. Here we go. Businesses of all sizes, okay? So you could be doing, this could be your side hustle. Trust ZipRecruiter for their hiring needs. Right now, my listeners get, can try ZipRecruiter for free. That's right, free. Go to ZipRecruiter.com slash JTrain, ZipRecruiter.com slash JTrain, ZipRecruiter.com slash JTrain. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. Okay. How to properly introduce my ex to my girlfriend. All right. <laughs> J Train, I'm going to a birthday party in the city this weekend. I'm talking, taking my girlfriend of nine months with me to the party. We're seeing all my old college friends and my ex will be there. How do I go about introducing the two and doing the old J Train push through the awkward? So, so he's um, going to a party. I think it's like the advice that you gave on the last question where it's like, just prep your girlfriend mm -hmm. and be like, my ex is going to be there. Make sure there's no surprises. Yep. So she knows she's going to meet her. And then also, what do you want from it? Do you want them to hang out and get along? Do you want to just introduce and well, go he, away? He like, what do you want? The background information. Oh. The ex and I dated in college for two years, junior and senior year. We all have, are freshly put. Postgrads, all 23, 24 years old. Last I heard from my ex was seeing someone, but I don't know if that's still happening. Probably is. The only contact I've had with the ex in the past year is a happy birthday text. We are not friends on any social media besides Facebook. I'm assuming no high kicks in the situation. What's the play? Yeah, crazy. I don't know. I think the play. I wonder I if he has to warn the ex too or no. He's no. just now. I okay. think you go. What you're saying is totally correct. You go to your girl and you be like, hey, this party's going to be fun. It's a lot of my uh, old people from college. Also, girl I used to date will probably be there. Just want to let you know. That's all you have to say. And then she'll say, how serious was it? And you have to say, pretty serious. Junior and senior year. And then we broke up. And now I'm with you for nine months. And we're together. Yeah. And then you go to the party. If you see her, you say hello. 
uh, and then you say, this is my girlfriend. You That introduction is important. Yeah, yeah. You cannot fuck up that hello. So you do have to say hello, and you do have to say, this is my girlfriend blank. You have to say that. If you say anything else, if you say this is blank, if you leave out the word girlfriend, you fucked. Because you have, this ex, it's over. You don't, fuck her. This is all about the girl you're bringing, not the one you're seeing. So the girl you're bringing needs to be reassured that you guys are good and seeing the ex isn't weird for you. So you go up, you say hello, you introduce her, this is my girlfriend so-and-so, nice to meet you, nice to meet you, goodbye. Yeah. Time to go. Also, don't be rude or crazy to her. No. Because then <laughs> you'll look bad to everyone. Yeah. Like, you just because you're reassuring your girlfriend, don't, like, treat this bitch bad. Totally. You know? And that, that's not just a hello, but just yeah. to say. But, but in that. Don't, and I think it's what you said with the train. I wonder if he can be like, well, this is weird. Or, like, just sense it out and be honest. in the Or just hi and then walk say, away. Say hello. All hey, right. this is my girlfriend, Jessica. Nice to meet you. Nice to meet you. Okay, cool. Out. All right. I'm not saying I guess I'm worried that someone's going to linger and talk and ask more questions. Like, I guess I'm. And if well, that happens, that's fine. Okay. I, even that, if, the, if she's like, well, how you been? What's been going on? Oh, I'm working here. I've been doing this. Uh, what do you do? What do you, you know, that's okay. Okay. Exchange pleasantries and be pleasant without being. Yeah. But don't go around. play flippy cup against each other. Yeah. yeah. Get the <laughs> fuck out of there. Get yeah. in, get out, but make sure you say that. Hello. Cool. The cooler you are with her, the cooler you are with your own. My question is, let's say she's on the other side of the room. Do you go over to say hi or do you, what if like. Let it happen. Yeah. What if it doesn't happen? Is that fine or is that weird? It's weird. Like, would you tell your girlfriend like that's her over there? Um, like, what if she's avoiding it? Like, I'm just wondering, do you go out of your way to say hello or do you like, what if. You go a little you, out of your way. Okay. Get it over with. Okay. Bite the bullet. Just get it over with. And I'm not saying run across the room, but what I am saying is like, oh, hey, there's my, that's my ex. Let right. me introduce you. Okay. And what if his girlfriend's like, I don't want to. Then the girlfriend's fucked up. Cool. <laughs> like, like, then your girlfriend, she needs to get the fuck over it. Yeah. She needs, you have to live, we live in 2018. You've, you've fucked other people. We've all have past. Get over it. Yeah. That's it. Jtrainpodcast right. at gmail.com. Jtrainpodcast at gmail.com jtrain help advice about tinder and instagram dm i need fucking help on tinder and cupid and bumbles and i'm on, on the lesbian many. app now too well that's too I'm many her. Too i also cluttered. never go on them <laughs> <laughs> what's up papa jt shelves an esteemed guest uh long time listener first time email i'm an american ninja warrior from... <laughs> oh what <laughs> I'm an American ninja warrior from Kansas City, Missouri, bringing feathers. What? what? <laughs> now, now to the situation. My sister and I had a conversation about using people's Tinder bio to DM them on Instagram. She thinks it's okay for a guy to use her Tinder info and DM her on Instagram, even if they did not match. She says her Instagram handle is in the bio of her D for her D four DMs. I think it would be creepy for a guy to DM a girl on Instagram from Tinder after she swipes left on him. This is a, there's a reason why they didn't match in the first place. Maybe I'm in the wrong. I, and this is how guys are zigging while everyone else is zagging. What say you, King of Brunch, classic shelf and esteemed guest, is using Tinder bio to DM a girl on Instagram no longer a creepy move, even though she already swiped left? I don't so know. What he's saying is that in the Tinder bio, it says at blank, at Jared Freed, find me on Instagram. On Instagram. And then people are going, 
to Instagram and DMing being like, hey, I saw Yeah, you I think Tinder. if you have it out, that means you want people to message you. I don't understand. Some people have it out and they're a private account. And I'm like, why are you doing this? It yeah. doesn't make sense to me. If you're going to put it out there, to me, I think. I'm assuming you're super hot. Yeah. Why it else are you doing like they're it? trying to show off a little bit. But also, some people put their Instagram uh, bio in the, or Instagram handle in the bio because they want to show you more pictures. Okay. To be like, hey, hey, if we match, here's how you are. Sure. I think you, I think there's class. I think there's, you can be classy online. And I think being classy online means you, if you're on a Tinder app. Yeah, because I know I, my go-to is to say that it's creepy, but a part of me is like, sometimes you swipe left and you don't really think about it. And then if you got a message and look through someone's Instagram, you could be like, and it's a classy message. I don't, maybe it's not creepy at all. Yeah, I get a lot of messages from people I don't know, but not from Tinder. And I just don't check any of them. I get a lot That's of my DMs. rule. I get a lot of DMs and I get a lot of people that will write, girls will write me and they'll be like, we should do drinks. And I'm like, and then I, I, I always write back, I'm flattered, happy you like my stuff, but this isn't how I meet people. And wow. Yeah, but that's okay. I just, I'm there to be a comedian. Yeah, like, but <laughs> if you met someone on there that you were into, you'd probably be like, hey, what's up? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you also this don't is, like This them. is what I'm saying, but like, that's kind of my out. I, get I just annoyed. feel it's not rude or creepy if someone didn't match if they're putting their Insta publicly on the thing. And sure. I don't think so, but... I just think it's a but lot say, of guys. Maybe doing admit this. that you saw it on the Tinder. You have to admit. Okay. Um, here's creepy is only is like creepy is only someone you're not attracted to. Yeah. So you let's let's start at that. Yeah. Okay. If someone DM me and was like, "Hey," but I've railed against this before with Facebook. I, people do this with, "Hey, I saw you on the app, and I just figured this was a good way to find you." Um, if the person's Instagram, if you found their Instagram not because it was, if it's in their bio, okay, I think that offers you the opportunity to reach out. Yes. If you're going to reach out to me over DM, here's when I get insulted. Don't reach out to me with a private account because you're putting me in the position to be an asshole. I think when, when you DM someone with a private account, you're saying, well, I'm me. Who wouldn't want to go out with me? You've given that other person. I mean, I'm enraged in any context with a private account. Oh, really? Unless you had a stalker, yeah. I want to see it. I want to see everything. <laughs> I want to see it. Who are you to be so locked off? I guess if you're a teacher, teacher but then yeah. like, what are you doing that you, you're, I don't know. But if you're DMing people, you have to offer them the opportunity to decline because they're not attractive. Just be, attraction is a two-way street. Yes. So when someone DMs me and they're like, hey, what are you doing tonight? And I'm like, private account? I don't know what the fuck I'm doing, but not hanging out with a ghost. <laughs> I'm not going, you know, just walking into a dark room and seeing what, what I can find. It's enraging. I hate when I want to stalk even it's people from high school when it's private. And it's like, it. just let me see your dumb life in the Chicago suburbs. You yes. know what I mean? <laughs> let like, me see your fucking baby. Yeah. <laughs> let me feel better than you for two fucking minutes. Yeah. <laughs> I hate private accounts. It's disgusting. Unless it's. For your safety and job security, that's the only way. So, th so this is what my my thing. You can be classy while also being creepy. Okay. So if you see the Instagram handle in the Tinder Bumble profile, I would say, "Hey, saw you on Bumble or Tinder. You might have swiped left on me, but just wanted to say what's up. Admit to the reality that might be out there. With this, and the reality is, maybe she looked at you and was like, "Go fuck yourself. Not fucking you." Yeah. And that, but give the person the opportunity 
to say no in a way where they're not an asshole. So if you write to someone, hey, I saw you on Tinder, Bumble, uh, just wanted to say what's up, thought you were cute, that's a totally nice message, but you better have your fucking thing on, not private. Yeah. You better be someone that they can look through and have the same, they should be offered the same chance to stalk you that you got to stalk them. Yes. That's the way it goes. Yeah. Jtrainpodcast at gmail.com. Jtrainpodcast at gmail.com. We're sponsored people. Love the sponsor movement. They got sunglasses and I wear them all the time. Love these sunglasses. I lose sunglasses all the time. That's why movement's great. All right. Because they're not charging an arm and a leg. Okay. Spring is right around the corner. Movement MVMT is dropping all new sunglasses to get you ready for the warmer weather. Uh, listen, they got so many styles and all these events. You're going to be at the beach. You're going to be at the bar. And they look good without looking like you're wearing uh, like Versace and look ridiculous. They're, they look like they go with your whole look. We just got our go-to shades for it all. The guys at Movement don't just make great watches. They also make awesome sunglasses and just released a ton of new styles. I've worn them in my Instagram videos. Um, they're great. I do enjoy them. Um, the problem is I get all these cheap pairs that look terrible, but every time I buy a pair that's like $200, I feel like I got ripped off. Uh, the Movement people, yeah, the watch guys, they kind of felt the same, kind of felt the same way. So they're doing, let me, I'm going off this copy. What Behind they did, the scenes. Yeah, what they did with watches is basically they made a watch that looked nice without looking like you're trying to be something you're not, which I enjoy. It wasn't like you had the big fucking car hub on your arm that looked like it was a cheap thing that you thought looked expensive. That's what they're doing with sunglasses. They have nice looking sunglasses that don't look like you are trying to be something you're not. Yeah. You're not trying to be 50-year-old guy who's the CEO of a company. No, you're... 23, 25-year-old dude or chick that has a shitty job that had enough extra dough to look nice. So how much are these sunglasses? So they are... They're like in the $100 range, right? 100 bucks or something like that? But, they, but listen, right. with, I'm going to give you 15% off. Here's, free, here's some free money, people. 15% off with free shipping and free returns by going to mvmt.com slash jtrain mvmt.com slash jtrain you know movement for the for how they revolutionized the watch industry now let's time to check out their sunglasses and personally i'll tell you they're great i wear them all the time go to mvmt.com slash jtrain mvmt.com slash jtrain friend zone or fuck <laughs> hi jared dude email cue the music i've um thank you thank you but i'll cut to the chase i'm new to boston well here's Go to Lisa's show. Please. May 24th through 26th. Laugh Boston, a great club. I've been there. Go see Lisa. She's so funny. New to Boston, don't know anybody besides this one girl from college who just someone that was an acquaintance with a lot of mutual friends. I hadn't actually hung out with her when we were in school besides seeing her at parties, but I've always found her attractive since moving here in October. We've gone, on to, we've gone out to the bars a couple times with groups of people, but when I first moved here, she had a boyfriend. I'm pretty sure she was keeping from hanging hanging out inviting me to ship because after breaking up a few weeks ago she has been constantly hitting me up 
I've been wanting to make a move, but I'm hesitant because I know we're both looking for friends. Neither of us are from Boston, so we don't know a lot of people around here. If we start dating, then we the whole just friend thing goes out the window, but I've low-key had a crush on this girl since I met her in college. So here's my question. Should I pursue this girl? Or should I keep her as a friend with the potential of introducing me to her hot friends? I should note that she doesn't have a lot of friends who are girls. I'm not saying that because it's a red flag, just mentioning it because it's a factor here. She's an 899. Any advice would be greatly appreciated. Uh, what do we think? Well, if you like her and she's trying to hang out with you, I don't see why you can't just see where it goes. And Hold on. P.S. Canceling my Hulu subscription and replacing it with J-Train Patreon. I mean, that is humiliating. That's great. Please don't tell anyone that. Tell everybody. (laughs) Every Sunday we're doing Give me a Patreon. I don't know. Give you a Patreon. How do you do it? What do you do? You just give people content? Three bucks a month. What do they want from you? You I'll do a little blog about this episode. I'll also do a blog about the UUP podcast. I'll also, every Sunday, I do Coffee with J-Train, which is a bonus 20 to 25-minute episode of, of this show. Ugh. Coffee with J. You're sipping coffee with me. I understand. New flavors every episode, new complaints. I talked about sugarfish. Why? Like, do, what's sugarfish? You the know the seafood? sushi place? Yeah, what's the problem? It's, people are just too glowing about shit these days. Like you don't think every, it's good enough? I think it's fine. I just don't think it's like... Sugarfish is a restaurant that's in L.A., and it's a good sushi place where they basically bring you omakase style, which is when they bring the rounds of sushi. Uh-huh. So they'll do like seven different courses of sushi, which is a fun experience. But they've monetized it to the point where they made it basically so they're making money head over heels right now. Yeah. They're making so much money because all they have to do is have seven different fish. And then you just pick one, two, or three. Like, you pick the different options. But then they don't let you get extra rice, no sauces. And then on the walls, it just says, trust me everywhere. It's like a propaganda campaign. Okay. I'm just saying that every girl is always like, it's the best in the world. You're like, (laughs) relax. Yeah. Fucking relax. What do we think about this? I just think if you like someone, what do you, you'll find friends other places. Like, I just... And it's it's not like you hung out with her and it's this deep friendship you're going to fuck up. It's like her being your only person, you know, in Boston isn't going to be the case a year from now. I think they hook up. Yeah, they're going to hook up. They're going to see where it goes. Maybe they like each other. I just don't. It seems like you both might have liked each other. You're both going for it and you both want to fuck. Like, Also, you don't have to hate each other after hooking up. Yeah. You can hook up and be like, hey, this I feel like it's run its course. I like you as a friend, but I don't see you as more. And then maybe you take a couple months away from each other and then you come back to each other and you're friends again. Or you fuck once and then you decide, let's keep it friends or you fall in love. Like, sure. I don't understand this premeditating of like. Given to the given to the fun of the roller coaster ride of disappointment. Yeah, she's an 899. Get it. Get it. But are you a loser? Why don't you have friends? She's got to get out. He's got to get out there. A you got to get out there. Go join a, an, inter, an a intramural league. league. Yeah, yeah. Go out with people from work. All that stuff. Wedding advice. It, it must suck not living the life I live. <laughs> I don't know. I can't imagine having to what go make mean? friends. Go make friends. Whenever, sometimes when I'm walking around to shows or just like late at night and I see people at bars hanging out. Sure. I like look in and I'm like, I'm so glad I don't have to do that. And that's not, I can't imagine having to go to a bar and strike up conversation. And like, I can't imagine yeah. doing that. Our social scene so is built hard. into, I mean, that makes comedy hard sometimes too. Cause the social scene is built into the career. 
Yeah, but I have girlfriend. I have friends sure. that don't aren't in comedy, but we go out to dinner. Yeah, or we go out to get like I just I don't know. It seems so crazy, but I'm not out there dating, so that's probably what people I are think doing. Also the, it just seems really not I, a good time. I look at those bar situations, and I just know I don't have the energy. But I think we put out so much energy to be on stage that afterwards I'm like I don't want to do the face thing where I'm like, hey, you know, like I don't want to do that when I'm at a bar. I want to like have like frown. I want to yeah. like, be I with familiar people. Yeah, and not have to like meet people. I one time, my buddy was like, come. My one buddy does this all the time. Where he, he doesn't do comedy. He's a buddy from college. He'll always be like, come. We're, I'm going to this place to watch the game, okay? So I went and met him to watch the game. And he does this thing where he'll surprise you. With, when he's like, come watch the game, he'll have everyone from all his spaces of life come. So it's the girlfriend's friends, it's that friend from college, a high school friend, his roommate, and then I got to come in and I got to be introduced to all these people. And I remember one time I, I was fed up with it. He's like, come watch the game. I showed up. All the same characters are there. Hey, this is Johnny, you know, Cockstick, and this is Annie, go fuck myself. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, hey, and they're like, I heard you're a comedian. And I'm like... And I looked at him, I go, hi, everybody. I'm Jared. I don't want to do this. That was how I... Did you leave? No, I just stood in the corner. And I was like, I'm going to watch the game over here. I can't do my buddy's Yeah, I don't want to meet angry. Yeah. And nothing is worse than... And I'm not saying I don't want to meet all these people, but it's like, there's nothing worse than the hangout that becomes the networking meeting. Yeah. And there's certain people, they always do it. It's always, oh, this is this guy's an alumni. It's like we're we either immediately all karaoke and drunk. Because I'm trying to think of new friends. Like Sabrina took me to a party once, and I was I had a lot of work that week, mm. so I was not partaking in drinking or drugs or anything okay. because I had to focus. But we went to this party, and everyone was on Molly yeah. <laughs> but me. But I met these people that I love so much, and now they're like people that I want. I want them more. Here's why that works. And it was amazing. And but they're all like actors and directors and yeah, like artsy farsies. You should only be to bring. You should only be allowed to bring one person from Two. outside the sphere. Yeah. So if it's a group hangout from college, you can bring one high school person because then they have to meet everybody. Okay. Let, bring them to the comfortable thing. I, it shouldn't be two from a poo poo platter. Got it. Yeah, yeah, of yeah. friends. I don't need to meet everyone and then be like, what's your name again? No, yeah. I'm 33. I don't need to do what's your name again to seven different groups. Yeah, that's Wedding true. Wedding advice. Oh, great. I listened to the episode of Lady Love and you were on. Thought you were hilarious. I've been listening to your podcast ever since. Thanks for putting out quality content every week. This email is a little different than the ones you normally give advice on. I'm 25 years old and my fiance is 32. We've been together for five, over five years. I'm 25. You just do math in your head really quickly. (laughs) We've been together for over five years. So over five years, that means they met when she was like 19. We're getting married in October. Wait, he's older or she's older? This is a girl writing in and he's 32. She's 25. Okay. Together over five years. We're getting married in October. We literally couldn't be more excited. If you're out there listening and wondering if there's someone for you, there is. I dated a few douchebags before him. He is the sweetest, funniest, and all-around best guy. 10, 10, 10 area code. Is that even possible? She sounds like a very nice person, but she needs to stop saying that to people. Yeah. Her friends hate her. Her friends, I'm not saying, and I'm, I'm sure she's very nice, but yeah. I've read, when you meet someone when you're 19, 
and then you say to everyone, I dated a few douchebags. Oh, a couple of high school sophomores. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, like no one's taking, this is like the awareness moment of the guy in the subway with the face tattoos that never mentions the face tattoos. You met that, so I know she's cool and I'm sure she's great with her husband, but you got to fucking turn down the volume. Yeah, we don't need um, inspirational messages. We know hopefully there's someone out there, but like you're not, like my story, this is my favorite story and I've probably said this on this podcast before. Um, I worked with this woman, we waitressed together. She was with this guy for 10 years, never wanted to be married, never wanted to have kids, just living her life. Mm. And then met this guy, fell in love, dumped her boyfriend, within a year married, pregnant. She's like a stay-at-home mom with two kids. He's rich, the Mm. dream story. To me, it's like she was an addict, she was a waitress, she was in this (laughs) loveless relationship. And then she met this dream guy and has a house and daughters and is just like fulfilled. Like that's like, oh, everyone's out there for you. Like you can find it but not like i met someone while i was still in college and my brain's not fully formed yet <laughs> yeah, you, I it's mean, like taylor swift being like it's been such hard work it's like bitch you've been famous since you were 15 yeah like you can't you what are you talking about in the world. <laughs> your you dad the bought choreog- the record yeah, label you like know, you have a choreographer at every turn yeah you have a publicist that gets you into every magazine yeah we and and this is the thing like and no one's mad you found no, love, no, no, no. but then to tell people like, if I could do it, you could do it. And it's like, are you hot too? Like, I don't, do you come from money and have no student loans? She wrote in so innocently and we were just <laughs> trashing her, but and I'm just giving her life advice because everyone is rolling their eyes at you. We're the only ones being honest with you. Um, and I know we have to finish the question. I talk sure. too much, but no, did great. you watch the Netflix age gap? No. So I watched two episodes. What is it's it? horrific, but like I couldn't stop watching. But I've never, it's been a long time since my whole body felt uncomfortable and uneasy watching okay. something. But it's um, set in England and it's a bunch of couples with major age gaps. So I'm talking 30, 40 years. Oh, really? And guy, girl, girl, guy, like um, sure. switched, but no one is rich or hot. So it's just like ugly 70 plus year old men and women with 20, 30 year old guys and girls. Come on. And like some of them have been together now for, you know, a decade, even more, but they met at like 17 and there's a 22 year old married to a 58 year old. There's a guy that's 30. He has some disease. He has a 74 year old girlfriend. And it's just like horrifying because also it's Britain. So these men's teeth are just so old and bad. And these young girls are just like fresh and bright. And it's just like so creepy. And you're like, there's something psychologically wrong here. Yeah, it's like this is a. I don't know, but I, you know, if you love someone, you love someone. Because some of them have now been together for like eighteen years. There's like a thirty-six year old and a sixty-something, but people give them dirty looks and yell at them, and they have to move from their towns because everyone really? is so rude to them because it looks appalling. Yeah. And so yeah, it's funny it's how love. people would let that be okay if there's money. Like, well, like there was money. one couple where it was like a hot girl who wanted to model and like a rich old dude. And that was like comfort. I was like, okay. At least I can wrap my brain around this. Yes. Yeah. These were just poor people with would, kids. Would you ever, if there was like, let's say you meet this guy. No, girl. I used to fuck old men when I was younger. Really? Yeah. It was like, um, I think, I mean. Why, I, why'd you do it? For me, looking back, it was just like, there was no future for with that. Like it was, um. There was no way to get hurt. I wasn't invested. I wasn't going to go date a 50-year-old. And so it's like no strings attached. And then they're also like really excited to be fucking me because I'm like 21. Mm -hmm. So it's this like also they're just like, you're the best. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, That kind of vibe. Also, one of the dudes was only like 38 and I was 21. And 
he fucked good. I don't know, but it was definitely a thing of like, I you we can't get too close. This isn't real. Mm. I'm not ready for anything real. There's so I walls fucked up these that, people. The Built-in walls. Yeah, I used to like fuck people in relationships and stuff. Just weird things, so I didn't have to like to deal with anything. Um, and no, I would never ever want that to be my life ever. Um, yeah. No, you know <laughs> that sounded so judgmental, <laughs> but I don't want to be. T- I'm like young and fun and want to live a life. Like I'm not live. I can't. I have an old dad. <laughs> like I don't want to do that. Yeah, I mean, my, I, yeah, you see couples that are like far apart like that, and you're like, what are they talking about? Yeah, and then they all, every every couple they asked about their sex life, and they would like giggle and be like, it's great. And it's like, I'm going to be. Well, I mean, at that point, like, you have to watch it. It's a problem. But there was one, like, she was married for 50 plus years, and then her husband died, and on his deathbed, he was like, Go get your tits done. Go have fun. Really? Go find some, you know, boy toys and go fuck. But she's like mental. So she got like E-titties <laughs> and um, goes tanning and blonde and like dresses yeah. young and slutty. And it's to get these young boys. But it's still like to please this husband of hers that died. That's and they're all it's up. all really fucked up. And none of and the 22 year old girl with this older guy, it's like all these old men just make bad jokes and these girls are too dumb to know it and they're giggling. And so like, that's kind of a part of it. Like sometimes I go, when I go down to Florida, you see Florida's like a weird place where it's like, it feels like all these guys got divorced and then we're like, I'm moving to the fountain of youth and they're all like a little too tan, a little too into like a little too looking around. And you just see these young women and like, you're like, why are you stuck here? Like the young women, you're like, go move to a city. You're beautiful. Go get out of here. Yeah, oh, well, okay, so this is going to take a dark turn, and I oh. apologize. So an S- <laughs> Law & Order SVU, like, a few weeks ago, the new episode, it was, I mean, it was convoluted. I'm going to try to do it really quick. But basically, this young girl disappears on um, her music school field trip, mm-hmm. and um, they find blood in this guy's apartment. He drove, like, all this stuff. He was seen with her at the club, so he gets tried. But then when the teacher is supposed to, like, take the stand to say mm-hmm. what happened and all the messages he got from the girl in the middle of the night. Um, he disappeared and they couldn't find him. And then they found the teacher and the girl together fucking. Mm. And they set that guy up and it was just like a plan to escape with this guy oh that she God. was in love with. So then they go to the police station and the girl's parents are there. Will Sasso plays the father. And so the woman, so <laughs> I know, but the, <laughs> the mom starts yelling at the music teacher and is like this and basically she cheated on the dad with the music teacher and he had been fucking his daughter the whole time. Come on. Yeah. So this is Law and Order? SVO. What's going on with this show? This I mean, happens on this show? Yeah, but this isn't even the there's been incest before. I can name all the episodes. People watch these shows. Crazy Flip Incest is my favorite on SVU. Yeah. I know it's like traumatic for a lot of people, but like there's another one where she she killed her babies. Like she gave birth to her baby in the dorm room and then killed it. And then they found out that she's been doing this a lot because the father of the babies is her father. Ugh. But wait, no, so this <laughs> is my point though. So yeah. Um, so they figure this out and then the girls actually like, I knew my dad wasn't a garbage man. I knew it and still like loved this guy and was excited cause he knew music mm-hmm. like her and they went to the opera and whatever. And then on the steps to put the episode into <laughs> like a nice neat thing, Olivia Benson is telling the DA he's, she's like, this is actually happens. Like if you don't grow up with a father, mm. Um, later in life, if you like really connect with someone, you don't know what it is, but a lot of um, father daughters end up if they didn't grow up together, they end up fucking in the future, whether they find each other an accident or find that they are father and daughter. But there's this like intense, overwhelming, like 
and react uh, what's it called attraction mm. and connection and it kind of happens that these young girls unknowingly or knowingly fuck their dads and have these loving loving relationships yeah um because that's the other one with the baby killing the well, it's kind of back to, it's kind of back to like the the idea of the, the jewish mom email yeah where it's like what does she think and it's like it is weird that we're all just looking to fuck someone who looks a lot like us you know, like we all, it, it yeah. is weird. Like when couples look alike, it's not because they, you know, people are like, well, you know. Well, I was talking to a gay dude and he's like, yeah, it's the most narcissistic as a gay dude. You can be like, I'm going to go fuck myself and you can find about it. that Liberace movie? He was getting surgery oh, to really? look like him. he was getting him. Pla- he Liberace was getting his boyfriend plastic surgery to look like him. Oh, wow. That's yeah, it's wild. fucked up. And it's you say like couples that look alike. It's not that they're. Assholes or don't are racist or whatever. they're just narcissists. Yeah, but this age gap thing—that's why it was hard to watch it too. Because I kept being like, I wonder. Well, one of you it—it was two old dad. men best friends, and then the best friend started fucking his best friend's daughter. That's fucked up. And then they got into a fight, and it was like really bad. And then the girl and the guy got engaged, and he's like, "Well, if this is it, this is it." But it's like, ew. Yeah. On that note. Ew. On that note. <laughs> All right, Anyways, wedding advice. This please. email is, Sorry, is we... about asking for uh, relationship advice. I want to know. You and your guest's opinion. What were the most fun weddings you've ever been to? I love that we've gone from fucking your kid to what was your most fun wedding experience? We told her to shut the fuck up about her <laughs> successful relationship. I hope she and then <laughs> went into child fucking and she just was like, What's the most fun wedding you've ever been to? And what made them fun? <laughs> Our guest's having a good time. It's number one priority. I mean, after the whole I do thing, tell me what your favorite part of a wedding is. Thanks for the weekly laughs, Feather Feather. All right, this is simple. Simple. You need great music. Yep. You need an open bar. Yep. And I, this isn't for everyone, you need good food. Yep. Um, and that's all you need. The budget doesn't matter. The napkins don't matter. I mean, obviously have it look cute. Mm. I mean, my whole thing is like, if you're on a budget, don't try to make it look expensive. No, get, get a little thing with little flowers. Do do you like invest in the fun parts? Yeah, invest and in the band. You can make it look music. cute without a lot of money. Don't spend money on making like I want an ice sculpture. No, there's a show Australia. It's set in Australia, but it's cheapest weddings, and it's okay. on um, Netflix. But some of them are like so cute and like the whole island gets together and cooks and yeah. it's like they build and it's beautiful. And then there was one where it was like the mom didn't show up, the best man canceled, the DJ didn't, the catering On- was late. 40% of people didn't come, but they had like, they rented a baby blue vintage car to take yeah, photos. Yeah. I, was at, I, mean, I was at a wedding. The <laughs> weddings that piss me off the most are where they're the most selfish. Because yeah. and they don't even realize they think everyone thinks that their wedding's the best. Everyone thinks that yeah. they're doing the best for their guests. The girl will come up to you and go, "Don't you love the band?" And you're like, "No, the band's shit." Because you didn't fucking put money into it. Because you needed, you know. I had one wedding with a guy. He went and got like uh, a whole handmade suit. A big thing was made out of the the best man, like the groomsmen and him were gonna go get handmade suits. That was like what he wanted to do. Then you get to the wedding. There's one bar. I have to wait in line for a drink so you can have a handmade suit. Yeah. The money's got to, there's a pie of money and it gets divvied up in the way it gets divvied up. Whatever that pie amount is, doesn't matter. It's just how you divvy it up means the most. So good cocktail hour food. Yes. Stations. Whatever stations are have good cocktail hour food, you make it happen. Good music, band or DJ, whatever you do, just make sure that's been invested in. Yeah. 
and have a place to go after the wedding. Yes. This is all important. And here's the other thing. Back to the conversation we had about the friends and meeting the friends and the poo-poo platter. There's a core group at every wedding. Okay, and you need to take those people need to be taken care of more. There are first class wedding passengers and then there's coach class wedding passengers. Don't worry about the buddy you had come from work. He's alone. He doesn't get matter to your wedding being fun. The people that matter the most are who's the biggest group. If it's college people, all the college people need to have fun. Yeah. If it's high school people, all the high school, you need to worry. They're the, the, the first class passengers. The comfort class are like family members, and then the coach people are all the randos. Yeah. So the crew at the wedding makes the wedding fun. Also, be in love. Like, the yeah. love should be palpable, and, like, people should be happy for your union. Like, mm-hmm. if you have parents that don't believe in your love or no one likes you guys, don't them. have the wedding or don't invite them. But, like, it doesn't matter. No, the food, the food, booze, and music are key. But if you're not in love, like it shows and it makes it really uncomfortable. Oh, I've been at weddings where yeah. I'm called the divorce at the wedding. Yeah. Yeah. Same. And if people are going to make speeches that you think are bad and get through all that shit. Okay. Like all the speeches. Like, also, no, my thing is don't do any custom just because it's a customer tradition. Yes. Do what you want. Like, if you don't have friends that know how to speak, don't have speeches. Don't have If it. you don't like cake, I don't know, have another type of dessert. Like, don't do things just because that's the way it's been done. Like, people don't judge you not having a thing. They judge when the thing is done badly. Yeah. And I, I mean, things that I like are photo booths. I think that's like a standard now. I love having a photo booth. Love a photo booth. Gives people things to do if you can afford to even better so people don't have to wait mm. um i also i love you mentioned have a place to go for an after party yeah. or have like midnight food on the way out yeah. or 2 a.m food so have a food truck have pizzas and i'm not have saying you have some to pay for that just like have the place to go don't have people going what are we doing i don't want to give my idea but i will my dream after my wedding i want to rent out a 24-hour diner oh and then have like open bar. Everyone can drink there. Have a music person there at the diner. Have the lights limp, yeah. like low, but everyone could just order diner food. Yeah. I like can't and wait. And do not <laughs> say during your speech to thanking everyone that you can find love too. Oh my God. I'm trying to think of the, yeah, it's just like, I want to dance drunk. My favorite story is my friend kept, uh, he noticed all the girls. We kept going to the bar, getting drinks. And then he said, you guys would all go dance. And this, the booze would just slosh out of your glasses. <laughs> and then you, it would be wet. And then you'd be like, Oh, and then go back to the, Oh, I, I have advice too. Sure. This is for wedding goers. And this might not even be news. Um, but I was told beginning of the night, go to the bartender, give him a 20 or mm-hmm. more and go, this is for the night because then during dinner if it's like a break sure maybe they'll serve you a whiskey on the rocks yeah i know they don't allow shots but you gave him a 20 or if there's a giant line and he sees you he'll be like all right get on over here anytime they do no shots you're like i'll have a whiskey neat yeah double <laughs> and then you start pouring in an extra glass and pour them out to people but yeah take care of the people that are there too yeah, and uh, if also, you can't afford lobster, fine. Don't have shitty like lobster options. Like have good quality things for the what you pigs can in afford. Pigs a blanket. That's yeah. are fucking amazing. Yes, no one complains about pigs in a blanket. Everyone's happy that you had them. Yeah, I also think the worst thing brides do is they try to check in on everyone having fun. Yeah, they they, they want to be the cool bride. They want to be the fun wedding. Let it happen. 
Don't don't ask for. Yeah, I've been wondering where it was like. Um, everyone go Dan. Are you having fun? And it's like, if someone if there's a table sitting, yeah. they're allowed to sit. You be. It luck. doesn't mean they're not having fun. Yeah, yeah. Jay Sometimes Trey you gotta podcast. sit. At gmail.com, Lisa Traeger, Glitter Cheese, going to Laugh Boston, May 24th to 26th. We got one more sponsor. Okay. I love these. And then do we have more, we more fun? Email. It's a, another email called Ghosted. How long is this thing? Should I go pee real quick while you do the sponsored thing, or do I, I wait? You can pee. Go pee. Okay, this is exciting. <laughs> Blue Apron. I love Blue Apron. You know why? Because there's so few moments in our lives. In these days of everlasting choices and... No, you know, where you never get a pat in the back. You never finish any job. Just after you get out of college, there's very few moments where you get the grade that maybe you thought you deserved. Blue Apron's where you can do it, okay? Leading meal delivery kit service in the U.S. While many, while many people know what we do, many don't know the types of meals you can eat when you cook with Blue Apron. You're not just having burgers for dinner. You're making short rib burgers with a hoppy cheddar sauce and a pretzel bun. These are like restaurant quality things. These are the things you'd see on the menu and you'd be like, ooh, I want to try that. You're preparing seared steaks and thyme pan sauce with mashed potatoes, green beans, and crispy shallots all in under 45 minutes and without a trip to the grocery store. That's great. Blue Apron, number one in uh, fresh ingredient recipe delivery service in the country. Mission is to make incredible home cooking accessible to everyone. Uh, so they got different plans. Two-person meal plan, family meal plan, wine plan. Uh, let's go through the options that they have. They got a lot of different shit. But I, I just like the idea that you start with all the ingredients, you put them all together, you take a picture at the end. It's something great to do for a date. Um, I mean, this is great. And for six weeks, from April 16th to May 21st, Blue Apron is teaming with Airbnb, bringing you the best home cooking from around the world. Each week, our menu will feature a recipe developed in collaboration with an Airbnb experience. Uh, Airbnb experiences hosts like CC, uh, a chef from Shanghai who makes incredible Kung Pao chicken, a beloved sticky, saucy mix of crispy brown chicken and vegetables. Wow. That's pretty cool. So listen, here's what you're going to do. Go check out this week's menu. Get your first three meals free. Okay, I'm giving you free food, free money. First three meals free. Blueapron.com slash JTrain. Blueapron.com slash JTrain. Blueapron.com slash JTrain. Blueapron, a better way to cook. Go go use that. Blueapron.com slash JTrain. Three free meals. Let's call it 10 bucks a meal. I just give you 30 bucks. You're welcome. You're welcome. This isn't a sponsor, but I did just uh, sign up for ClassPass. Ooh. But I don't. I feel like if I don't find a person to refer and get the money off, I'm going to just delete it after the first month. You want to give it out? What's your referral code? I don't know. <laughs> okay. Don't do Ghost that. Yeah. <laughs> That's Shelby weird. Just gave the no, no I'm go. not saying Blueaper.com slash JT. You're going to delete that, aren't you? <laughs> feather, feather, <laughs> let's get straight to business. I matched a few months ago, a few months ago, with a guy on Tinder, but was so busy that I didn't open the app until about a week ago. He hadn't messaged me, so I ended up sending one myself, just saying, hi, how are you? We got to messaging. The conversation was great. He's 34 and I'm 26. He's a music, music professor. Oh. <gasps> Is this the girl fucking her dad? <laughs> and PhD student at top tier university in my city. I'm an architect. After two days of chatting, he asked me out to drinks. We followed up with our phone numbers and texted all a little bit before Thursday night date. 
We met at a great wine bar in town. We ordered a glass of wine each. He paid. We sat down, got to chatting. Conversation flowed really naturally, and we ended up having two more glasses each, all of which he paid for. I mention this because all three times I did the pump fake you talk about, and it really worked. After taking talking and getting the pump fake of like going to your part. I know. Yeah, yeah okay. Uh, after talking and getting to know each other for four hours, we left because we had work the next day. We hugged goodbye, and that was it. It's probably one of the most natural and easy dates of my life. I left feeling really great about it and about him. If that, if there were a guy that I imagined would be my perfect type, it'd be this guy. Smart, funny, good looking, and creative. The next day, I sent a text thanking him for the night before and letting him know that I had a great time. All I got back from the text was him saying thank you. That's it. Haven't heard from him since our date. It's now been three days. Why on earth would a guy spend four hours with a girl, spend a ton of money on drinks, and then not get back to her? It's just weird and so disappointing. Thanks for all the advice in the podcast thus far. I have used it in all my dating life and it has helped out a lot. What do you think? I don't know. I was My roommate just went on a date, and the guy like messaged her, and I was really um, impressed with her response back. She wasn't into him. She was just like, I had a great time, but unfortunately I didn't find like a romantic connection with okay. you. Yep. But thank you, so it was clear. Sure. And like, you know... There is no games like this guy's kind of a jerk because it obviously is not that into this girl, Mm. but just writing thank you is just rude and weird. It's a non-answer answer. answer. Yeah. It's a he wants to be a good guy, but he doesn't want to be a bad guy answer. And then you end up looking like a jerk. Here's what I'll say to her because she drives her own car and we can't worry about him. What I'll say to her and a lot of guys, she's doing the reverse of what guys do. One line in the email hit me. Why on earth would a guy spend four hours with a girl, spend a ton of money on drinks, and then not get back to her? When she writes that, that's the same thing as the guy being like, I spent money, I should get fucked. It's the reverse of that. She's doing math in her head where, oh, he spent all this money, so I have to get the second day. Don't keep scoring that way. You're never going to get satisfied. What's the number of money put into drinks that gets you a second date? That's not... You could have one drink and have a second date. Yeah. It, 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 what, you, it, what you're saying is... I think for her more, it's like the four-hour time sure. commitment. Like, if you don't like someone, it should be one glass and you're out. I don't know if it's like the monetary amount. It's just I, like, if you're not into this person, why are you hanging out for four but hours? I've had fun with people and on one date and then been like, ah, and then gotten home and been like, yeah, that was fine but I didn't really feel the special connection. Yeah. I just don't think you have to, there's no number of hours and no no amount of money that equals second date. To me, the reason he does a four hour date is because he's looking to get a little weird and he's he's trying to see if he could maybe fuck at the end of that date. And maybe, you know, see how sexual it would get. Maybe he was just having a nice conversation and got home and he was like, you know what? Yeah, he, I mean, but I, I like we, what you said where it's like you're, uh, stop worrying about him and worry about yourself. If yes. you want to see him again, message him and be like, listen, I had a great time if you're interested in hanging out again. That's, that's and then my, make him say no if he doesn't want to. That's my point. My point isn't to say you should, one does not mean the other. Four hours and the amount of money does not mean second date. It also doesn't mean that this, uh, the thanks doesn't mean no second date. I think you need to say, hey, I like this guy. You wrote that you like this guy. Okay, that's check box one. I like him. Box two, do I want another date? Yes. Now, hey, hey, I'm free next week. Would love to get together again for drinks. Let me know when you're free. He now has to answer a question. It's not, I had a great time, thanks. He has is put at the point of, hey, listen, great time. Just don't yeah. see a connection. Or I'll see you next week at eight. J train podcast at gmail.com. J train podcast at gmail.com. 
I'm not ready. It's the end. I know. No more, huh? Such a no either ors for me. Nothing. We want to do. Do we have any? What am I? I chopped liver is delicious, though. Is it like made out of gross parts or something? It's the worst thing for you and the most delicious. Oh, I didn't know it was bad for you. It's really high in cholesterol. It's like you're eating like you're eating like the worst part of the animal, I think, with liver. I love chopped liver. I do, too. But it is like I think you're literally eating like the thing that clogs your arteries. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like that's literally what goes in. That's where it goes It's like mayonnaise. To. Yeah. Which is worse? Ready? Yes. Never being able to ride an airplane or never being able to have sex ever again. Never being able to have sex also includes not being able to have biological children. What say you? Never flying or never fucking? Yeah. To me, it's like, are you going to work or not? I mean, for my job, yeah, I'm flying. This to. is like for a, r- a random person who's like, I guess I don't go to Hawaii. Yeah, yeah. This is not fair for me. This is like you're never fucking or you're never f- like following yeah. your dream. But I'm going to get I'm going to get head. <laughs> I'll come. Oh, yeah. I guess this is straight, dude. I have. <laughs> <laughs> this is what I'm saying. I forgot. So I can. F- um, no penetration or no. no so no fingering. That's not fair. So you can get your dick sucked and I can't get, you can fingered. get fingered. OK, sorry. Didn't need to <laughs> <laughs> no penis vagina or dildo. Vagina. <laughs> OK, but fingers, fingers, fingers and vibes. Fingers are fine. I can get a finger in my butt while getting a blowjob. And can I use a vibrator? Um, just fingered. Yeah, I'll allow it. Shelby's saying If you're no. getting a dick sucked and a finger in your butt, I should be able to get fingered with a vibrator. Yeah. You're getting anything that No penetration of the vibrator, no. just cl- clitoral vibe. This isn't fair to, to the lesbians that might listen to this show because <laughs> what he's saying is no sex that could create a baby. Yeah, which I never even want to have a baby. Yeah, so you're good with... Shelby, Shelby what do you want? Was not like... This like sex is a all that stuff you mentioned was allowed. It's the biological that's the key. Yes. I, well, because he's just myopic and a loser. <laughs> you know what I mean? He also just travels three times a year. Like I'm try. You know what I mean? Like I'm traveling three, four times a month to work. I'm picking my work. You could be without fucking forever if that's the way. He if I'm getting it. fingered and vibed out, yeah, yeah getting cool. People are going down on me. Sure. Let's say no going down. <laughs> Nothing below your waist. No, so no, so then the, nothing. We both get, so you don't we know get head. nothing below our waist. Um, but we can masturbate in front of people, or we're just never coming yeah, again. You can touch yourself. I mean, this is a nightmare, and it's I a nightmare really. Am I mean, you asked for a, which, which is worse. I mean, I have to work. I guess yeah. I'm. I'm flying and getting head. No sex. <laughs> Your mom's yeah. gonna kill you not having children. Listen, Maybe not. we'll adopt just like Charlotte. Get a little Asian baby and put her in the middle of all the girls. <laughs> yeah. I'm mad we didn't talk about sex in the I city. Know. I talked a lot about sex in the city. Shelby, what are you doing? They're both bad. That's a good one. It's a good one. It is a good one. Probably no flying. So you're New York local forever. No, but he can take a bus to Florida. Bus, yeah. He could take a train Ooh, to can LA. Can you imagine how awful a bus to Florida is? I wouldn't go to Florida if I could fly. <laughs> yeah, okay. I'm just thinking Miami for vacation. Yeah. Like, I don't know. Yeah, Asheville, wherever you want to go, Shelby. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, if I was like cool enough, I guess I can have a tour bus. Yeah. Maybe I can fucking have a tour you get bus. Aretha Franklin and, it. That's she is only that what tour, she does? Only tour bus. I'm thinking about the kids thing. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah that's a non-issue for me. 
So I guess I can tour bus and fuck. Cause then if I'm going across the ocean, I guess I'm taking a ship to Australia. I don't know. Ship <laughs> like a pirate. <laughs> that was a fucking good one, dude. That was a good one. Lisa, thank you for but coming. But if on. I can have a tour bus, I'm changing my answer. You can have a tour. Yeah, I mean, I'm tour. But now I don't need a tour bus. No one's coming to see me. But <laughs> if the career went, I would switch. Can we switch in the middle of life? No. I feel if I became successful, I would tour bus and fuck. But how cool would that make you as a comedian if they're like, she never leaves New York City? It would add to the aura. In this age of zigging while people are zagging, like if you just didn't leave the island And everyone knew it's because I needed to fuck. Because you needed to fuck. <laughs> like a genie and, came, there yeah. was a witch, and I was cursed. <laughs> a genie. And everyone on earth was like, she's hilarious. She doesn't put out any stand-up. She'll only do podcasts. I gotta go see it. And people would like pilgrimage to your shows. <laughs> Perfect. I, I mean, like, I thought about this last yeah. night, even before this. I was really? like, what if I just stayed in New York, never left, did everything else, and it was just like, and people were like, I, he never does I, I guess he does stand up. We just did hours at the Fat Black. Yeah. <laughs> There's only hours at Fat Black. Yeah. Yeah, if people were coming in, I guess I'm it just doesn't saying, matter. In this day and age, like, look at Banksy. Yeah. Is Banksy a good artist or is that a great story? Look at Sia. Is that great? Like, what? But Sia's been great for 15 years and people are just losers so they didn't know about her old shit. But I'm just saying, like, there's an aura to her too now. Yeah. You know, the, no, you don't see the face. Yeah. She walks among us. She's also a genius. I'm sorry. Of course. I'm not saying that she's not. She sounds. Oh, my God. So I go to this. I know you want to finish. So I go to this dance class called Pony Sweat in L.A. Bony Sweat. Pony. Pony, pony Sweat. sweat. Okay. We're her ponies. And um, <laughs> she's like this punk, cool, queer girl. Mm. Um, and it's Richard Simmons inspired. OK. So it's like so Pat Benatar. No, but it's like people have bad tattoos like me. And so I feel at home no it's like come as you are fiercely not competitive dance class it's packed it's fun it's like cool rock music and mm. the ex it's just like fun hip music mm -hmm. um santi gold you know um and the moves aren't that hard and it's more of a, it's just like such a great experience yeah it's you're moving you're having fun um she's so positive and i was talking about her and i was like it sucks i can't find anything like that in new york like everywhere i go dance classes are like learn beyonce choreography that's yeah. above my skills yeah, yeah, yeah i just need to shuffle around do a couple spins like just some kick changes you and want steps. A low pressure yeah situation. i just want to have fun and dance yeah and so i'm telling this girl about it and she goes yeah that girl's just a marketing genius it's mostly marketing and she's a marketing genius and i didn't say it in the moment but I'm saying it right now because I was pissed. Now I'm yeah. pissed. I'm like, no, there, nothing else exists. She's not just a marketing genius. She's a creative genius. She, yeah. yeah. I'm willing to give money to anyone else who can provide me these dance services of a non-competitive, chill, simple choreography. We do the same choreography for a month. Mm. It's like, yeah, her marketing's great. It's like hip and punky girls. But, but she's also there's a product the no one has. In the market. She yeah. saw the hole in the market. You know, to me, it's like Planet Fitness. Like... Okay. They were like, they wanted a gym that was low pressure that people who don't like going to the gym would go to. Yeah. Same thing. It's like, this is a dance class for people who don't want to be stressed out. That yeah. They're ruining the moves. <laughs> yeah. You know, and I get that. Yeah. I was just like, how dare you diminish her just marketing? Sometimes it may, when people put things on marketing, it's, it feels like they're diminishing the genius. Of, yeah, it's they, rude. They want, they want to say that like, it's attainable for them. 
Yeah, because that's how I feel with your Sia comment. That's what sparks me into yeah. this. Where it's like she also is like writing the coolest songs and beautiful voice and I amazing videos. It's people that hate on Beyonce. They're like, actually, James Brown is better live. Yeah. And it's like, <laughs> get away. What what in your spirit you see that? I didn't even watch it. I just seen gifts and I'm like, what is yeah. happening? I need this, this in my life. But what is it that you're just like, the I mean, thing. anyone can actually. Yeah. MJ and it's like what she did is amazing for two hours stream what are you talking about yeah, and it's yeah, like yeah. everyone's trying to find or someone posted like how her stage and like the load in and out times are insane and the production and all the dancer and they were just tweeting about how much really goes sure. into it, the lighting the pyrotechnics and how it's like thousands of people mm. for months <laughs> practicing and then it'll yeah. look better than the Super Bowl which is only 15 minutes of performance were which this was two hours Figuring and out. then someone's like anyone at that level could do it actually it's just this that that and it's like but they're not. No yeah. one's doing it. Like, who are these people trying to bring Beyonce down? It boggles <laughs> to my be mind. To be fair, we did it a little bit to Taylor Swift. What? We, we said we did bring her down a little bit. But she's not that good. She's not as good. She's not dancing. She's not production no. value. She's not motivating millions of women to like empower themselves. I hear you. I'm, I'm trying, hundreds of dancers. I'm not disagreeing with you. I do think Taylor Swift is. I would say, and I went to a Swift concert. I haven't been to a Beyonce mm. concert yet. And I am telling you, Swift is at least ten to twenty pegs below Beyonce. At least. Yeah. She barely has like a beautiful voice. Adele is something that's like amazing. That's closer to Beyonce, but not at all production, like dancing. I mean, as a kid, Beyonce, mm -hmm. her parents made her run around the block in heels while dance, while singing. It's crazy. It's like crazy. this yeah. bitch has been it's a skill she's yeah. been doing this since she was six running it. in heels no one gaga is up like gaga is yeah. close to beyonce but she can't dance like beyonce no. so but, we, but the gaga beyonce thing you can agree those are two different types of geniuses yes this is this is what i'm saying like yeah what to say you're a genius in one way does not demean diminish no. That you're also just a genius. Like It's just overwhelming Sia, to see Beyonce and everything that she does and still like not win the award for Lemonade and like yeah. not everyone in the world after that should be like, all right, undisputed. Well, and it's still just like, well, she had a wardrobe. And it's like, well, I just world, don't get it. The, the fact that the world stopped for Lemonade yes. is a feat. Well, this is another thing. All these Swift fans were like, First week sales of 19, beat, you know, like a reputation beat um, Lemonade. And all these people were like, Lemonade was a surprise that we woke up to and no one knew. No one Taylor knew. Swift had three lead singles and has been promoting it. Like, why, yeah. why are you still trying to knock her down, motherfuckers? Like, I'm not even in the beehive. I only have Lemonade. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm a outside fan and You're I'm just, still just like but, she's better than everyone just please give it to her but this is this is what people now right now everyone's are trying to attach themselves to a team so they have to protect it no matter what you're saying is open-minded you're like what are we talking? I about? love Miley. Yeah, I have yeah, Miley yeah. forever. Be, be, that's when she's on SNL that's when I'm asking my favors for yeah, Miley yeah. and still I can be like She's Beyonce's better than everybody. Yeah, but everyone, everyone can't do. We're living in the age of I love chocolate, so I fuck vanilla, and that's. What yeah, it is. That's what, it's, it's so depressing. weird. What? I think it's called the Bayhive. Oh, is it? <laughs>
Let's end it there. Shelby, thank you for helping us out. At you motherfucker, humiliating on me on the J Trade podcast. Uh, Lisa Trigger, thank you for coming. I'm on. also gonna be on Moon Tower this week in Austin. If you're there, oh shit, Austin, Texas. We got listeners there. Go to yeah. Moon Tower. Check out Lisa. What shows are you on? Um, I don't know. Just check the site. There's a lot of great comics. I'm also if uh, <laughs> if you want to fuck, I'm gonna go get high on 420 and go to see <laughs> the new Amy Schumer movie. Ooh. Can't wait. It looks so funny. And okay. then I want to go, so, whatever, come to the shows. It's fun people. So, at Glitter Cheese, at Glitter Cheese, at Glitter Cheese. I'm Jared Freed, JTrain56 <laughs> on Twitter and Snapchat, at Jared Freed on Instagram. We'll be back next episode. Come to Chicago, Fed, April 26th. Boom.